1: Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin, voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association, the award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get, set, ready? get up! Hey. Let's get on with the, the Wendy's Big Show. Oh, on, Showtime, baby! Showtime! This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambo Leap Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Welcome
2: into hour three here of the Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky pfeiffer Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler off doing various things. Just me and Adam Roberts here in the Lakeland University studio. And there's
0: nothing you people can do about it.
2: Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. That means there's plenty of room for you guys, too, if you want to call in at 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com, or you can tweet us at BigShowNetwork. So here's what we're going to talk about here in this third hour. I want to get into some Packers football, and I think this is interesting. Coming off some comments that Aaron Rodgers had, I want to talk about if he should play in the preseason. Here's a little bit of what Aaron had to say yesterday talking about possibly playing in the preseason.
3: I definitely don't see any benefit to playing one series. Um, you know, if we're going to play, we should play and play a quarter, a couple series, two or three series. If we're going to just suiting up for four plays, to me, is a waste. So, and I'm not saying this to send a message to Matt. I've already told Matt the same thing.
2: I don't know that I want to see him for a whole quarter. I don't know that I want to see him for a whole half. I I, I don't think I want to see him at all, and I think he's right. I don't think there's any point to just playing him for a series just to say that he played in the preseason. So either play him or you don't. And for me, I think the cons far outweigh the pros, and that's what I'm asking you guys here. What do the Packers gain by playing Aaron Rodgers in the preseason? 855-830-8648, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network because I want to hear from you guys if you're for it. If you are for Aaron Rodgers playing in the preseason, I want to hear your reasons why. Because for me, all I see are negatives. Not say, You know, there are ways that maybe it benefits the Packers this season and whatnot, but I don't see how anything that you can come up with, unless it's something I haven't thought of, are things that are going to make me think that he should play in the preseason. So my initial stance on this would be he should not play at all, and all these reps should go to Jordan Love, and if you want to, give some to Danny Etling as well. I don't, but I don't think that matters either. Who cares about what the third-string quarterback's going to be? Give those reps to Jordan Love and let him continue to develop. I'll let Aaron sit and watch from the sideline where I know for a fact he's not going to be getting hit with the possibility of getting injured. So for me, I don't see any reason he should play. Where do you stand on this, Adam?
0: I don't think we would be even having this as a topic if the first game of the regular season last year didn't happen or didn't happen the way that it happened.
2: 100%. So, no, I don't want to see him at all. And that's why I'm trying to look at this from the other side, Adam, is, like, I see all the negatives. You know, you put him out there and he gets hurt. Why is he playing in the preseason? You know, you put him out there and put him at any sort of risk of injury, I just don't see any reason to have him out there on the field. And we've talked with various reporters as well. We talked with Dennis Krause a little bit about this. We talked with other guys about this as well. How much does it really benefit him? If Christian Watson isn't going to be on the field, is Sammy Watkins going to be playing? I think so. I would assume so. But how much is he going to gain from playing in a preseason game as opposed to going through these joint practices working with them, going through these one on ones working with them? Like, I don't think he's not getting work with these guys. I think he's going to be able to develop a chemistry with Romeo Dobbs. He's already got a proven chemistry with Alan Lazard that I think should, you know, go right into this season and be fine. So then what do you gain by playing him?
0: As a devil's advocate for this, something people may say is, well, we have a lot of uncertainty on this offensive line. Give him reps with the line as it's constructed. Currently they are. Lafleur will hear from him later, but uh spoiler alert. He did say that the starting offensive line will oh, be playing good. in this preseason. Good game. now to counter the counter. Well, wouldn't you want to have your backup quarterback that you're certain, uncertain of with the future playing with all five people on that starting offensive line? I think you would want to. If you have that opportunity for him, he should take it. We know Aaron can work with any offensive line. Obviously, he would have, if he could pick and choose who he wants in the trenches guarding for him, he would. But he is at the point of his career where he'll work with anyone and he'll work Mm -hmm. with however that line gets constructed. But if you're Jordan and it's all about, well, let's see what he can do with the number ones, bingo, bango, there you go. There's your number ones.
2: Well, and to go with another point, I thought this is where you were going to go with it. Do I really want to put my starting quarterback out there when the games don't matter behind a patchwork offensive line that's still trying to figure it out? No. I, I, I don't understand why some people are saying, and I think you were dead on too, Adam. We're not talking about this if they don't get spanked 38 to three in the opener last year. We're not talking about that. We're we're, we're talking about how they're going to prepare. We're you know maybe bringing it up every now and then because it's a discussion you have every preseason. Who should play in the preseason? How much should they play? Blah blah blah. And so it's something we talk about briefly, but it's an important discussion this year. And the reason it's brought up so often is because Matt Lafleur has come out and said, "Yeah, I mean we gotta we gotta look and see if things are going to be a little bit differently." Uh, because we don't want to have happen what happened last year. Aaron Rodgers talked a little bit about that as well. You can't have those sort of things happen. And there's extra motivation this year, too. You know, you lose this game to the Saints week one. Okay, it stinks, but it's the Saints. You lose a game to another NFC opponent or someone in the AFC, it's fine. But starting out week one in Minnesota against the Vikings, a divisional opponent, a rival that I think at this point a lot of Packers fans, at least ones I know, are almost viewing that Vikings-Packers rivalry as more of a real rivalry than the Chicago Bears rivalry because the Bears haven't been competitive against the Packers in years. So does it feel like that's part of the reason? You know, if I'm just trying to look at it from the other side, what do I gain from Aaron Rodgers playing in the preseason here I guess you're going to gain having more of a chemistry and real live reps, and maybe they're going to come out week one a little bit better than they did last year. But is that worth the risk of putting him out there on the field with a chance to get injured? I don't think so. I mean, I want to see Jordan Love for all these reps too. I think it's a twofold process here. I think you gain the ability for Jordan Love to go out there on the field and prove himself, whether it's for a trade next year, whether it's just giving you hope for the future of the Packers, whatever it is, but you get to see a little more of Jordan Love. And then two, you don't have to risk your all pro starting quarterback, Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. That's why you have these joint practices. That's why you do them because now You know, Aaron goes up against the Green Bay Packers defense every single day in practice, so they know the stuff. They can start figuring out what's going on, and it's a good defense to go against for Aaron because it challenges them, and apparently they've pretty much won every single day except for the first day of Packers training camp. That's great. That's awesome that Aaron gets to go up against them. Now you bring in a different look, and that's obviously what preseason is for, to get you ready by going up against real live competition. But that's also the reason that you do these joint practices like the Packers are going to do with the Saints coming up is because you can do it in a more controlled environment. When I'm playing in a joint practice, I throw on that red jersey on Aaron Rodgers, and that means that he's not going to get hit. And if he does, then that's a problem. But you're not supposed to hit the guy. You maybe tap him on the shoulder, but you can't hit him. And so essentially, you're removing about as much possibility of injury as you possibly can. It's a, it's a controlled environment you're not allowing them to hit the guy freely. You step out there on the practice field, you're controlled. You step out there on the game field in preseason. It's not a controlled environment. you're not wearing a red jersey. you're going out there, you're playing football and you're going to get hit. it's full contact, it's full go. Yeah, they'll blow the whistle a little earlier and but you still have the possibility of injury. And I think, I would think that Packers fans, after seeing what happened with Jordy Nelson years ago, wouldn't even want to chance it. What's the point in seeing Rodgers in the preseason? You think Aaron Rodgers lost all his abilities? You worried? You think that uh, they came back last year after losing week one the way that they did and won 13 football games? Would you be fine if they came out one and one against the Vikings and Bears? Because I think I might just take that. I don't think that's the right mentality to have if you're the Green Bay Packers, but as a fan, I think I'd be fine with them coming out one and one It'd stink to lose to the Vikings week one, but if they come out and at least give me some sort of effort and then spank the Bears week two, all right, now we're rolling. we got a win under our belt. Yeah, maybe we lost the opener, but now we're rolling. I think I'd be all right with that. But I don't know that seeing if you can try and win week one or guarantee that you would be clicking on offense week one is worth playing Aaron Rodgers in the preseason. I just don't see it. I really don't. 855 830 8648. If you want to hop in here on the Van Horn Direct toll free talk line, you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Again, what do the Packers gain by playing Aaron Rodgers in the preseason? I want to hear from you guys more than Wendy's Big Show with Toby Altizer and Adam Roberts. Comes up next.
1: Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network.
2: It's Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer alongside Adam Roberts talking with you guys about the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Rodgers, what do the Packers gained by him playing in the preseason? Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight 830 8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Go get yourself a strawberry frosty today at Wendy's. With a strawberry frosty, the time to enjoy yourself is built right in. They're so rich and creamy that a straw just won't cut it. And finishing one, well, that's going to take you at least 15 minutes, so make sure you check your watch. Is it frosty time yet? And by that, we mean is it time for a moment with just you and your frosty kicking back and doing whatever goes best with the best treat of the summer. These strawberry frosty treats are going fast, so when it's time for frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's limited time only. Again, I'm squarely against playing Aaron Rodgers in the preseason. Sounds like Adam is as well. What do you think? Are you for it? Are you against it? What do the Packers gain by playing Aaron Rodgers in the preseason? Again, give us a call on the Van Horn Direct Toll Free Talk Line at 855-830-8648, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Let's get out to Dave and Cuttahey. Dave, what's going on, man?
1: Afternoon, gentlemen. How's it uh, going? I don't know what duh, not too bad. Not too bad. You know, it's, it's another day. It's not uh, swelteringly hot, you know, like Saturday was. So it's not
3: like I'll Houston, suffer, Texas, right, I Adam? Die. Exactly. <laughs>
1: But you gain absolutely nothing by starting Rodgers. And really the only people that want Rodgers to start are the the casual fans. I would think, you know, the meatballs and, you know, that, that really just think, oh, football. But, you know, like you said before, they already won 13 games last season. They were the one seed. And, then, you know, not that, like that mattered. They lost in the playoffs. But whatever. Uh, this is. This is something that you, we want to see Jordan Love do. And uh, especially with the way that people have been hyping him up, I'm more and more excited for Jordan Love to get some actual playing time. Uh, you know me, Toby. I've always been a massive Jordan Love fan. Mm-hmm. Probably his biggest supporter in the state. So uh, I just wanna, I want to see this guy succeed because I think he's going to be that next quarterback going forward.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that that adds a little more intrigue to these preseason games. I want to see what Jordan Love looks like. You know, you've heard little bits and pieces here and there saying that he's looked better. Now I want to actually see it on the field. And I just don't know that there's a situation that you can put Aaron Rodgers out there that the pros outweigh the cons. For me, like if I could put him out there and know for a fact that he's not gonna get injured, like I'm playing Madden or something and turn off the injuries, yeah, sure sure. Let's play him the entire preseason. But that's not the case. That's well, not real I life.
1: Enough, I don't think there's enough ayahuasca in South America <laughs> for you to have
2: that <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'm ever gonna go on that thing with Aaron Rodgers, but you know what? If it wins him a Super Bowl, who cares? Remember right? it
1: anyways. <laughs>
2: Oh man, good old Aaron Rodgers. Did you did you listen to that podcast? Please tell me you didn't, because that's such a waste of time.
1: Uh, no, no, I I did not. Um, I have I have never partaken, but uh, I have had friends that have dabbled, and I just knew after they told me their description of the event, it was just like a, why would you do that? <laughs> um, I already live in a fantasy world, anyways. I do professional red play. So yeah, that's enough
2: of a of a drug for me. Well, Dave, appreciate it, man. All right. Have a good one. 855-830-8648. If you want to give us a call on the Van Horn Direct Toll free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. If
0: they ever do a movie based on Aaron Rodgers' ex- experimental, we'll call them off-season experiences, they can call it
2: Peyote Ugly. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, this is just—that was nuts. Don't—I'm not going to tell you what to do with your time.
0: Well, I remember when that dropped before I left, and we were seriously discussing, okay, do we want to cut this up? And you looked me dead in the eye, Toby, and you said, Adam, don't do that. Yeah, don't do it. Please don't do this. Don't
2: do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But hey, listen, if it leads to him winning a Super (laughs) Bowl— I don't care, right?
0: Well, then Google searches the day after the Super Bowl are going to be through the moon for whatever it is that he was partaking in.
2: So a couple reasons that maybe you would want Rodgers to play in the preseason are getting that chemistry with the receivers and whatnot. I did think he had one interesting comment talking about Jawan Winfrey and Romeo Dobbs. Here's what Aaron Rodgers had to say.
3: The most important thing is to learn from those mistakes, not make repeat mistakes. There's been too many of those, I think, from some of those guys who are on the really on the bubble to make the squad, of you know scramble drill alerts and making sure you know the signals and the adjustments, kind of like expecting those things. And, but that's a process. You know, first you got to be an expert of what you're doing, and then be able to feel the timing of the adjustments or the cans or what I might be thinking or how to read a coverage and. That's why I said in the beginning we need to have a lot of patience, and the expectations need to be reasonable. But I will say, between '88 and '87, there's been a lot of positive things that uh, makes you feel good about the depth we could have in that room.
2: Yeah. So I mean, he he brought up some reasons why maybe you could want him to play in the preseason. You want these guys to go through some of these live action reps so that you can learn what they're struggling with. You can put them in these situations where they need to act on the fly. They need to know what's going on. Like you mentioned, the scramble drill and then the different audibles and things that he's going to do with the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, I, I get that you might want to do that against some live action, but I, I don't see how doing that against whoever it is. And they've already come out and said that Rodgers isn't playing in that first preseason game He's not playing in that second preseason game, so maybe he could play in that third one, and I believe that one is against the Chiefs. Correct me if I'm wrong, Adam. No, it's against the Chiefs. So am I going to put him out there against the Chiefs when I haven't put him out there for the first two preseason games? Now I'm going to have to play him an extended stretch, at least probably I would think if you're going to put him out there. He mentioned, I don't want to just play one drive. I might as well throw him out there for, what, the whole half? You know, Remember, that used to be kind of the thing with the four preseason games. That third one was usually your starters went up until halftime or pretty close to that time, and then you'd start pulling them because you'd have that fourth preseason game, and that was more so for the guys that were on the bubble and who's going to make the roster. Now you don't have that fourth preseason game, but you have essentially – an extended gap between that last preseason game and week one. So are you going to play Rodgers in that? Are you going to play him a full half? I would like to see if you're going to do this to get them in some situations. I'd love to see him have to operate a two-minute drill with the offense because Rodgers last year, you think about that two-minute drill that, I mean, not even a two-minute drill, what, 37 seconds? Was that all that he had left, 40 seconds against San Francisco early in the year? Could they do that sort of thing again this year? I don't know that they could because a lot of that went to Devontae. And just working with him and finding ways to move the ball down the field in that quick amount of time. Could they do that sort of thing again? I don't know that they could. So yeah, maybe I'd love to see him in that sort of situation. I'd like to see him in the red zone. I'd like to see him get out there and actually be efficient in the red zone. Maybe that just means pounding the rock with A.J. Dillon more so than what Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there. But sure, maybe I'd like to see that in the red zone. But again, am I going to put him out there with the possibility of someone coming in and hitting him low or someone coming in and injuring him? And especially for a guy in Rodgers that he's had an extensive injury history. It's not like he's missed loads and loads of games throughout his career overall. It's not like he's an injury-prone guy. But, I mean, he's had some decently serious injuries throughout his time. It's not like he's just been out there and never been hit. So I can't, at this point in his career, with how much rides on him, put him out there with any chance of him getting injured.
0: You know what I really would love to see? Which I don't know, and if I'm trying to remember back to the Kansas City game that Love played in, I don't know how often this occurred. I would love to see when he gets out there with the ones and he's got Watkins on his left, Dobbs on his right. I would just love to see a 70-yard torching of the defensive secondary. And we know Watkins can do it if he stays healthy. I would love to see a love
2: just it Dobbs
0: out. connection. And you I mean who knows. I I would that would make me so happy and it's something that I think when What I'm remembering back to the Kansas City game, love pretty much was the definition of go out there, do the bare minimum, and let's just see what happens. Yeah. Well, now we move from that to, okay, now we want you to go out there, do your thing, but also, hey, man, if you've got the ability to air it out and we've got this guy that has been hyped up in training camp, Let's build a little bit of momentum heading into week one with you two, or at least with Dobbs, who will be getting meaningful starting minutes, potentially. Let's just air it out, see what happens.
2: That is a good point, because we haven't seen that with Jordan Love yet. Not not that I recall. I mean, we haven't it, seen him just uncork the cannon. And how much of that do we
0: attribute to his arm strength not being really comparable to the guy that we have starting under center? I mean,
2: center. he's got a stellar arm. He does. So I want to see him uncork one. I, I do. I think that's a good point, because when he came out, people were comparing him to Aaron, or not Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Not saying that he was going to be that level, but that's who it reminded him of. Yeah, I'd love to see him on Cork One. And then one last thing, I do want to hear from Matt LaFleur as he addressed the media today, and we'll do that next. But one last thing here, talking about Jordan Love. And you could play Aaron Rodgers in the preseason, and that might have you ready to go week one. Maybe that leads to a victory against the Vikings. Okay. And I think that would be a good thing. But who knows, maybe him not playing and they still find a way to prepare. That could happen. Think about the fact that last year they went through this and Aaron didn't play in the preseason. If he doesn't play in the preseason again this year, Aaron Rodgers is going to know what the difference was between last year and this year and try and make something so that they will be better and more prepared even if he doesn't play in the preseason. Maybe that does mean he gets out there in the preseason and plays in that final game. Maybe that's his adjustment but even if he doesn't I think that he's going to have some sort of adjustment in training camp whether it's an intensity whether it's just preparation whatever it's going to be that they're going to be ready to go for week 1 whether he plays or not. The other thing is when you look at Jordan Love last year we were excited to see him in the preseason. We were excited to see an extended look at Jordan Love and we didn't really get that. He got injured in the preseason last year. He didn't play so we haven't seen a whole lot of Jordan Love in an extended look. We just haven't. It'd be a week here, maybe you know a game and a half here. That's about it. You haven't seen a whole lot. This is a chance, assuming he can stay healthy through this entire preseason, everything goes well, that you can see him for three straight weeks against three different opponents and get to finally see what Jordan Love is. And from reports that you're hearing out of camp, he's looking better. And now you get an extended look at him, and that can only be good for the Packers because one, it should give you more confidence in him as your backup, if anything were to happen to Aaron Rodgers in the regular season, and he can come in and at least keep you at a competent level for the Green Bay Packers to be a playoff football team and hopefully a Super Bowl-winning-caliber football team. And then two, if he shows you that he is a solid player, you might end up with trade offers for this year. I don't think that they would do that. But then next year, you'd have those trade offers as well, and you could trade him before that fourth year so that they would at least have another year. I don't know that anyone would pick up a fifth-year option if they're only seeing him for basically one full preseason, but either way, now you're going to have a chance to essentially give him an open audition for either the Packers' job coming up in a couple of seasons or some other job next year, and he's got an open audition with three games in the preseason, so why should I rob any time from Jordan Love and being able to do that by playing Aaron Rodgers, who? the cons of playing him far outweigh any pros. That's why I don't think he should play. I don't think he should see the field. I think he should be in Jordan Love's ear the entire time, trying to develop him and continue to help him out. But I think he should be sitting on the sideline or standing on the sideline with a ball cap on, talking to Jordan Love, listening to the play calls, helping him out, but playing as a coach more so than actually a player in those sort of situations because it just does him no good to go out there and have him out there for any chance to get injured. I just don't see the point. That's what those joint practices are for. That's what you're going through all of this training camp and everything for. Save that stuff for the regular season and let's get rolling when that time comes around. Don't steal those snaps and valuable snaps from Jordan Love. Just don't do it. Sunday's Big Show, Toby Altizer, Adam Roberts, live from the Lakeland University studios. Green Bay Packers will finally get on to the football field on Friday as they take on the San Francisco 49ers in their first preseason game. That's going to be an interesting one. Both sides are going to have quarterbacks to watch because you got to watch Jordan Love, obviously, on the Green Bay side. You gotta watch Trey Lance on the Niners' side. They're gonna start him Week One, no matter what. So I'm interested to see what he's gonna look like too.
0: I saw uh, the uh, 97 th- or 97.5 the fan out in San Francisco. They were taking Twitter videos of practice. I believe it was yesterday, and I saw a streamer, Doctor Disrespect, is mm-hmm. throwing 60 yard bombs. Yeah. Trey Lance, watch your back. You thought you were all right with Garoppolo leaving town. Oh no 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 no. You're going to have a guy, the two-time, come off of the streamer chair and take your job. You're going watch your back, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have quarterback competition between streamers and actual football players. What a, gonna... what a world.
0: What a world.
2: What is going on? What is going on? We're going to get back into some Brewers discussion in that final hour, go back to what we talked about to lead off the show, your current confidence level in the Brewers. But bringing that over to the Packers – Adam, how confident are you in this Packers team? Do you think that they are a team that can win a world Se- or not a world series? No, they cannot win a world
0: series. They literally <laughs> cannot.
2: Do you th- how confident are you that they can win a Super Bowl this year?
0: I will say this. I am growing more confident than I was when we were at the draft. Yeah, uh, I, think I agree on that. The I think what has been helpful is that we have this big window of time, right? Between the draft in April and the first preseason games in mid-August, and then now with this elimination of the fourth preseason game, we'll get another extra week to sort of digest what we've seen. Football does a good job of giving you so much time to grasp the bigger picture of things. Now, if they can figure out this freaking long snapper situation, <laughs> then we will be golden. But other than that, I am liking what I've seen from the receivers. I am, I'll am i say this, I am way more excited about this receiver group than I was even like a month ago. Yeah, And I think a lot of that has to do with the excellent reporting on Romeo Dobbs and others at training camp.
2: Yeah, that's dead on. One other thing that I'm excited about is Wendy's Hot and Crispy Fries. Go over to Wendy's and get their Hot and Crispy Fries. Wendy's knows everyone hates the cold and soggy fries. That's why Wendy's serves them up hot and crispy all day, every day. Natural cut, skin on potatoes, fried to golden perfection and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt just the way they should be. Plus, Wendy's fries aren't like other fries. They're not hot one second, then cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time, standing up to any dip you throw at them. So grab your favorite sauce or even a frosty. If you're into that sort of thing and taste the difference that hot and crispy can make, head to Wendy's today and get your order of hot and crispy fries at Participating Wendy's. We'll talk brewers in the final hour of the Wendy's big show that comes up next. Wisconsin Wide, the
1: Big Show Radio Network.